you ain't first, you're last. Hey, everybody, and welcome to If You're Not First, Your Last Dynasty Football Podcast. It's Lee Commissioner Alan Byrne alongside who earns himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, how's it hanging? Oh, great. What a first week one. What a great week. Let's get into it. Absolutely. Football is back. But before we get going, on, we'd just like to say, first of all, that we got 20 downloads of our Draft Recap Podcast. So thanks to all you guys uh, in the league who uh, downloaded and listened and joined in the banter. And for everyone else who downloaded, who's not part of the league, uh, I'm sure downloaded and thought, what the fuck is this? But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Hopefully they got a little something out of it, you know? We're here to help the, the masses. Absolutely, absolutely. They build up their own drafts. They got some insightful information as to where some guys were drafted in our league, I'm sure. And... Uh, Avoided some of the pitfalls that we uh, that we laid out, you know. Yeah, there was definitely some pitfalls we laid out. Absolutely. <laughs> also, my understanding is that the first podcast uh, was listened to by one Michael Green, and it helped him to uh, to fall asleep at night. You know, send him off to nod as he's listening to our sultry tones over the podcast airwaves. So uh, maybe this week we'll uh, keep it on the down low a bit on. You know, just uh, don't get too excited. Keep it down low. Let Michael have an else news. You know? Yeah, that's no problem, man. No problem. Shh. Or he can wake the fuck up. It's football time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll kick you off with some news. Big laundry list of injury reports uh, this week on. What's going on? Oh, it's a big list, Alan. First, we'll start with notable players that did not play week one, included Miles Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Kenny G and Golden Tate, all did not get the go-ahead in week one. Week one started off with a pile of injuries. A pile. Most notably, Le'Veon Bell, placed on IR by the Jets. He's going to be out for at least three weeks minimum. Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. It's come out now that he's got there. It could be several weeks. He could be riding the bench. Big hit. Uh, No, there will be no Blake out this year. He tore his ACL and is out for the season. That is disappointing for Blake. And the other big one was Marlon Mack, who tore his Achilles and is out for the season. Potentially good news for some people in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Marlon Mack starting running back for uh, Sundays or for the Boyds. He now has a void in his Boyds to fill. Um, but he's going to be taken over by Jonathan Taylor sitting on... Uh, remember the tight ends, who now has a starting running back uh, picked up in round three or four. Happy days for for him. Uh, be high end for the year. Poor old Kieran. The happy Galladay's were missing Mr. Galladay and now the breakout is over before it even gets started. Yeah. And he's also carrying a, a rough couple of weeks with Michael Thomas. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've seen it two years ago with uh, 
With Saquon Barkley, we saw it last year with Alvin Kamara. The high ankle sprain is just one of these injuries that lingers on, and uh, uh, he's either going to take some time off or he's going to try and play through it. But uh, we obviously saw on Sunday when he only got two or three receptions that uh, uh, he really wasn't going at 100%. And even the thing about it was the, the, the real hard spot for the injury came in garbage time when they didn't even need to be throwing the ball. True. He wasn't True. he was probably carrying the injury unnotified to anyone into the game but it really uh, got aggravated right towards the end. Yeah. So another another tough pill to swallow for Mr. Kenneth. Number one draft oh, pick. Not pleased, I'd imagine. Not pleased indeed. Yeah, of course, the IR situation this year is that uh, well, it's only going on IR for three weeks instead of the usual eight. That's kind of due to the COVID-19 situation. So guys like Le'Veon Bell, Devante Parker, Debo Samuel, guys like that who are on IR uh, are only going to miss uh, going to miss three weeks or so. Uh, so hopefully they can shake it off and get back in action uh, for the teams involved. Alrighty. Yeah, you, you want to see everyone fit and healthy and playing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no excuse. No, no excuse. <laughs> so, we're going to run you down week one. It uh, had some good games. Uh, week one of the, if you're not first, your last football league came to a close on Monday night with, frankly, a couple of dull games between uh, the Broncos and. Uh, Titans and the Giants and Steelers, they weren't as exciting as some of the games on Sunday. Um, most of the, the the Dynasty Football League uh, Week 1 matchups were over Barrett shouting, with exception of the high-scoring tussle between Sundays are for the boys and Zach to the future. Uh, despite stellar outings from Hopkins, Kyler, Mostert, and Ravens D., uh, Dak to the future had it all to do heading into Monday night's games where Derek Henry put up a solid but on spectacular 16.1 points. Alas, it wasn't enough though because Sundays refer to boys had done enough on Sunday through their week's top performer, Devontae Adams, who absolutely annihilated the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, but he got some help from yeah. Thielen, Cook, and Watson. And thankfully didn't have to rely on the stink fest that was James Conner and Eric Ebron on Monday night who put up absolute awful performances. So a solid start for Ben's team. He goes 1-0 and for the season. Andrew's team off to an 0-1 start. Owen, what do you think? Yeah, uh, James Conner letting, letting down uh, Sundays are for the boys with his usual sick naughtiness. Uh, spent a majority of the game sitting on the bench, whinging. Even when he was on the field, he was whinging. Yeah, and and, and he is another one to, to, to look at in the injury report. He's questionable for next week. Benny Snell came in and had an outstanding game, I thought. And uh, James Conner yeah. needs, needs to watch his back, you know? Some sort, some sort of angle injury, I believe. But yeah, Benny Snell looked real solid. Ran real well. Now, again, Giants defense not stellar against the run by any means but uh yeah benny snell definitely looked fresh ready to go absolutely ready to go is right uh our match of the week 
so Easy Company 101 sneak a 2.6 point victory over Shake and Bake. Just two 20 plus point performances from Carson and Newton were enough to see victory. Uh, they didn't. They had an impressive roster, all bar James White reached double figures, which is pretty good going. Uh, however, it could have been so much easier as they're, they set four bench spots, being Watkins, Hines, Anderson, and the Saints D, all hit over 20 points each. Could have made it a lot easier on themselves. In response, Shake and Bake saw a huge day from Keane's new man crush, Josh Jacobs, uh, as well as Calvin Ridley had a breakout. Uh, but the remainder of the team didn't live up to expectations, uh, you know, and that led to an agonizing loss. The bench wasn't as fully loaded as his rivals, but a couple of better decisions could have snuck victory had he chosen the right guys to bring in and out. Uh, as it is, Porik the Princess hits the ground running at 1-0, and Keane is off to a 0-1 and start. What do you think, Owen? Yeah, it was kind of a tale of two tips here, Alan, with... Uh, Porik's team just been across the board solid. And Keane's team was really propped up by the big weeks of Jacobs and Ridley. Um, big letdowns from Nick Chubb. Um, Terry Cohn, was it a letdown or was it what you would expect? Who knows? Questionable decision playing him maybe. But yeah, definitely a tale of two tapes and a, a close one in the end. But the more consistent team came out on top. Absolutely, absolutely. That leads us on to the beatdown of the week, and that uh, came courtesy of League Newbies. Remember the tight ends as they demolished the Galladayless Happy Galladays, hence making them this week the unhappy Galladays. That won't get old this season, I'm telling you. Nope. So Will Fuller, Will Fuller just missed scoring 20 points for a remembered tight ends, but no matter as six... Other positions clear 20 points. CMC, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Bills D, Mark Andrews, Juju, all racked up uh, over 20 points, leaving the team with the highest weak score across the league. Uh, the response was pitiful, to say the least. I sat next to the happy Godless coach on Sunday evening watching the action unfold, and it wasn't a pretty sight. Despite a good start Thursday night through Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, only Maddie Ice eclipsed 20 points, with Chris Thompson, Mark Ingram, and first-round pick Michael Thomas only reaching double digits combined. Woof this week. Woof. <laughs> so Paul started, sets his intentions early, moving on to 1-0. and Clear on off to a rocky start and 0-1. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely going to be an unveiled battle for Kieran. Post uh, a very mediocre score, and now with the injuries to Thomas, he's he's fighting he's fighting an uphill battle for sure. An interesting stat coming at you from this game: if Kieran's entire bench had played alongside his entire starting lineup, he still would have lost. Eesh. Woof. <laughs> That is a wolf. All right. <laughs> okay. Match number four. So the Nina football team get an opening day win for the first time, defeating the yes to have a proper name Team Green Man one. Don't worry, Michael. I'll start you out with a new name in the coming weeks, as you know. Wake up. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, Ron, Kamara, Julio, and Denny Dimes all showed up in week one for the Nina football team, put them out into a lead they never looked like giving up. Despite a fairly loose effort from their tight ends, the other spots did the damage. Team Green Men won, only had Pat Mahomes reach the 20-point mark with three others uh, failing to reach double digits, uh, and they couldn't recover that deficit. So, Ada holding off a nosebleed at 1-0. and zero. Michael off in the dirt at 0-1. Owen. Ada for sure loving his life this week. I believe it's the first time he's ever had a winning record in fantasy football. Hence I mean, the nosebleeds. Yeah, hence the nosebleeds. Um, very, very good week for him. Like, the tight ends let him down, but everybody else across the board, good weeks. If, if the tight ends picked it up in week two and everyone played to a similar level, he's going to be difficult to beat for anyone. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, as we told him last season, he drafted so well last year, but then kind of traded away his whole team uh, so this year he's kind of holding tight and you know it's paying dividends uh, through week one yeah yeah he looks good he looks good so then last by no means least your co-hosts did battle as owns Cleveland Steamers took on my unnecessary roughness it was a win for all that's all <laughs> I have to say let's dive deep into why I won yeah, of course. I'm only kidding. I wouldn't shy away from a full critique of the match. I, I you know, I, 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 I'm nodding if not full of integrity. You know what I mean? <laughs> so new signing Russell Wilson led the charge with 30 plus points, helped along by the Chargers D, who scored over 20. You know, you saw underwhelming performances from your tight end and running back groups, but that didn't matter in the end. Sleepers' underachieving squad of the week was indeed, sadly. My unnecessary roughness squad. Only Zeke hit the big time for me. Uh, a disappointing six positions failing to hit double digits, leaving my team with the lowest scoring squad of the weekend. Owen getting carried away with himself on 1-0. Well, I'm disappointed me on 0-1. Owen. Your, your team was trash this week, Al. Trash. They were. Absolutely. Just did not show up. They didn't show up. Nope. They look good on paper. They did not look good on the field. Only Zeke turned up. Now, Breeze did all right in a tough matchup. That was always going to be a close game. Mm. Um, Godwin again in that game. I mean, it was hard to see how they were going to score big. Uh, Keenan Allen was a big disappointment, I thought. Mm. Didn't really... Uh, he only had four catches from eight targets for yeah. less than 40 yards. I mean, that's just weak tee. But eight, eight, eight targets is too low for a guy of that quality anyway. The Chargers should be playing around him rather than somewhat getting him involved. But, you know, there you have it. Could be all I be different agree, but They didn't... Uh, Tyrod Taylor wasn't lighting up the skies. That's all no. I can say there. He was not. Um, he was not. My, my running backs let me down too, but still able to do enough and bask in the victory of week one. As I said, getting carried away, getting carried away. All right. The weekly, report on sleeper. The, the weekly report on Sleeper uh, gives us our best and worst of the league. The best manager, apparently, was uh, Dak to the Futures manager, despite losing this week. Uh, started Set a lineup that was 95% of a perfect possible lineup, which is pretty good. 
but they still lost. So, worst manager of the week was Easy Company 101's manager, who set the worst possible lineup, scoring only 76% of, a po of their possible lineup score, yet they won. Hmm. <laughs> Biggest blowout we talked about came from Remember the Tight Seems Ends. legit. Narrowest victory from Easy Company 101. Highest score, Remember the Tight Ends. Lowest score, Unnecessary Roughness. Overachiever was Sundays Refer to Boyd's. Underachiever, Unnecessary Roughness. QB of the Week was Russell Wilson of the Cleveland Steamers, formerly of Easy Company 101. Woo! RB of the Week, Keen Hussey Man Crush Josh Jacobs. Wide Receiver and Top Scorer of the Week was Devontae Adams. With tight end of the week, Mark Andrews, defensive of the week, Baltimore Ravens, bench warmer of the week, Kirk Cousins, Naheem Hines, Darius Slayton, Dallas Goddard, and the New Orleans Saints defense. So there you have it. There's a rundown of week one. Exciting. Lots going on. Players injured. Players not turning up. Some players overachieving. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lots of highs, lots of lows. For all teams, um, some big decisions to be made for next week, and it was a great, great slate of games. It was great for football to be back. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for our own personal awards, own um, our player of the week, I think uh, there's a. From what I saw, um, I put it with Devontae Adams. Or I would put it with DeAndre Hopkins if Hopkins had got had got that touchdown against the 49ers. He had an outstanding game, as did uh, as did uh, Devontae Adams, uh, who absolutely ran riot over the Vikings. Uh, outside of that, then Josh Jacobs had an outstanding game with three touchdowns, um, which kind of boosted his stats a little. I'm not sure he he really. Uh, exploded uh, outside of the touchdowns, but uh, but big points nonetheless. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think Hopkins was definitely the biggest surprise for me. He was the question mark new team, um, but I think he really showed that he's right there. If he's not the number one receiver in the league, he's right at the top yeah, absolutely. of that list. He's, he's probably right the best hands. Jacobs... Jacobs had a big game for sure. Obviously, the three touchdowns does boost his points, but still, he had uh, four receptions for four receptions and twenty-five carries for over one hundred and thirty. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, our bad decision of the week. Um, it's difficult when you uh, when you're trying to set your lineup. You don't know who's going to break out, who's going to work for you. So it's always difficult to pick a, a bad decision of the week uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Thankfully, this week we were saved by a bad decision being a trade, our first trade of the season. That trade saw Le'Veon Bell move from your Cleveland Steamers to Easy Company 101 in a straight-up exchange for Russell Wilson. As we know, Russell... Yoink! As we know, Russell went to absolutely demolish the Falcons while uh, Le'Veon... Just about turned up, then got injured and went on, on, on IR, uh, leaving uh, Easy Company with a hole in their RB department. Only one starting quarterback uh, on the roster. Uh, but on the plus side, 
he got rid of someone starting in week six, so he's down one from the laundry list of players we mentioned last time. That's phenomenal management, if you ask me. No, he had a hole. He had a hole at running back after the draft, and I feel like I might have exploited that a little bit. No doubt. And picked his pocket. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Look, we'll move on and just uh, give you a rundown of what's to come. Week two is fast approaching. We're recording here Wednesday. Tomorrow night, we've got the Cleveland Browns take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and then we head into uh, a full slate of games on Sunday with one game Monday night rather than the usual two. Um, so, a week two action in the, if you're not first or last, Dynasty Football League. A daunting task facing my unnecessary roughness as I take on the high-scoring Remember the Tight Ends. It's Last against first already. That's it. Last against first already. Winning records are on the line as the Cleveland Steamers take on Easy Company 101. Both teams 1-0. How are you feeling, on? Going to show him what Russ can do. That's all Ooh, I have to say. Fight and talk. I like it. Sundays are for the boys. They're looking to afflict the second loss in Shake and Bake. They were solid in week one. Shake and Bake had a bit to do. Lost a, a squeaky one. Looking to bounce back. Yeah, could be an uphill battle for Shake and Bake here, I think. Maybe, maybe. Previous whipping boys, the Nina football team, looking for an unprecedented 2-0 start as they take on Dak to the future. Ian of feeling confident. Andrew looking to bounce back. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, Ian has a reason to feel confident, I feel like. And that that's going to be the closest game this week. I think, I think you could be right. And finally, at least one team will definitely be on an own two record at the end of uh, at the end of uh, week two. Happy holidays. Take on Team Green Man. Both of them looking to get their seasons up and going. One of them is going to be crying in the cornflakes. You know, it's hard to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, a big a big tell here is going to be um, how Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to do against that Charger defense. Absolutely, absolutely. And if Michael is awake, you know. Yes, he will have to be awake. Now, that game doesn't kick off till 25 past 9 on Sunday. Try and keep your eyes open. Green. nice nice okay guys thanks very much for listening as always set those lineups get ready check those uh, injury reports and uh we'll see you next week to run down week two yeah great week great week of games ahead again guys can't wait for them cheers guys talk soon bye bye <laughs>